Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. It is Friday. We are fired up. Aaron and Jake hanging out, ready to go for the next uh, two hours. Jake Martin from the Washita Citizen has been known to hit some nukes. In batting practice, and has certainly been known to bomb on this show a time or two. Oh, we're already throwing barbs. <laughs> Is it even seven? Yeah. Um, yeah, sports are awesome. Yeah. In case you didn't know, the power of sports. Power of sports. Last night was awesome. It was thrilling, riveting television from the Todd Peterson heroics mm-hmm. all the way to that game. Five last night between the Rockets and the Warriors. And you had some drama, of course, with the Louisiana Tech. Another rally. Conference USA Tournament. A big-time rally with Louisiana Tech, yeah. Plenty to discuss over the next two hours. We always want you to weigh in on the Stuart Shelby hotline slash text line. That's the Goosehead Insurance hotline, 888-993-7762. In fact, uh, pretty much uh, open throughout today. So a lot of opportunities for you to get in and kind of dictate where we take this show for the next two hours. What you want to get into first? Floor is yours. That's a tough decision. I think we have to go with LSU there. I know. Not I, very. Often. I know Louisiana Tech fans are probably cringing a little bit, but the way that that thing plays out, and we'll get into this extensively, and you'll hear from uh, Todd Peterson and Paul Maneri later in the show. But this is why we love sports. Uh, these moments, and uh, you know, owning the moment. Peterson certainly did that. Todd Peterson, and he said it afterwards, uh, I, I am just trying to live my moment. Who knows if something like this will ever happen again. Oh, it'll never happen again, right? <laughs> Odds are. But, yeah, this was this was thrilling, man. This was one of those things where, you know, we'll get into all the other stuff surrounding it that makes it even better. LSU wins, of course. Uh, they're still alive in this uh, SEC tournament thanks to some heroics by Todd Peterson on the mound and at the plate. Yeah, so LSU did enough moving to where Todd Peterson was going to have to bat in uh, the 12th inning. And, and they were already up 4-3 to three, thanks to Daniel Cabrera's RBI. So Peterson comes up to bat with, with two men on. And, we'll, again, we'll, we'll break it down further later, but just know that he already had that conversation with Paul Maneri saying, you know, I used to hit in high school. Paul Maneri first warned him to just take, you know, all the pitches. Then he goes up there to swing it. Not only was he just swinging, he had that leg kick and all. He was going for that home run. And sure enough, he catches it. And uh, it, it comes just short of a home run, but it's it's a deep enough double to where he scores both runs and they go up 6-3. to three. They eventually win 6-4. to four. Mm. It was a, it was awesome. And he uh, what 
five innings of work on the mound? Yeah, he said after the game, too, he, he praised Austin Bain. He's like, I don't know how that guy does it, you know, pulling off double duty like that. The power where the legend of Todd Peterson grows. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I'll say this, you know, and talking about the game outside of, of Peterson, the game was funny to watch because it was weird and wacky, which has kind of been the theme for LSU and Hoover so far. Like the Zach Watson play, uh, you know, he makes a routine play there, a play that he's made a thousand times in the outfield. And LSU doesn't even have to go to extras, but he misplayed a, 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 what should have been a routine outfield ball. It's uncharacteristic of him. So that happens, and you had all these weird things like just misplayed hit and runs and, and, and so forth. I was getting a kick out of the cameras showing Paul Maneri in the dugout. Mm. Dude, he was losing it. Yeah. Like, he it, just from, like, rubbing his face to just, like, these little bursts. And I know he, he does that quite a bit, but this was, like, more than usual. And I was going, man, he, he is – this this season has aged him tremendously. And then when Peterson got that hit, he couldn't stop laughing and smiling. Mm -hmm. It was like you just saw the weight of the world come off of his shoulders in that instant. I thought that was pretty cool. Some priceless sound bites coming up here in the next segment from Peterson and Maneri. And, of course, the beauty of this, too, is Peterson is owning And, of course, uh, his interaction with the reporters and how he answers some quotes uh, – kind of takes this story to a whole nother level he's not camera shy is he and then we look of course you think back last year and zach hess and how he became a fan favorite during that postseason yeah. run who's to say peterson couldn't be the next with that and you know i was bashing his body earlier you this were <laughs> hey he could be that closer that hess was last year yes so uh what does this mean now jake for uh the tigers <laughs> later today all right so What's going to happen is they push the Arkansas-Florida game to today. So they will play at 10 o'clock, and then Ole Miss and Auburn will play, and then LSU will play the loser of Arkansas and Florida. Um, and so they're going to have to play a team that played twice today. Yes. So I don't know when that game will actually be played because we've seen this. I mean, Louisiana Tech fans know better than anyone. Yeah. Uh, you're at the mercy of the weather. So we'll just see. Uh, hopefully they, they get to play at a decent hour, though. Mm. Speaking of uh, Louisiana Tech, the Bulldogs still in the hunt for a championship. They get on the board. They went in basically having more weather delays than victories uh, yesterday Ugh. with, what, I think four by the time you count up the, the first game with Rice, then a delay again <laughs> against Florida National right before oh, they you, were to start. You couldn't make that up. Yeah. They hit the field getting ready to play, and then – had to be called back for a 30-minute yeah. delay. Uh, Lane Bros has probably aged at least seven years in <laughs> yes. the last two days. <laughs> yes. Uh, they do figure out a way to win this 7-5. to five. They kind of do it in dramatic fashion. Uh, come from behind, Hunter Wells, another outstanding performance. He was 4-for-5 at the plate. Uh, in fact, uh, Hunter Wells uh, sets a new single-season mm -hmm. record with 90 hits. Uh, Raphael Gladue had broke that record just last year, and now one year later, Wells comes out and gets it done. Solid relief outing from Ken Hassler. Uh, the Dogs with a nice victory. Now, of course, they'll advance on to play the loser of Florida Atlantic and Rice, who uh, will square off, I believe, here at 9 o'clock. Weather permitting. Yeah, and Taylor Young stayed hot, too. He had that RBI single to tie the game, and then Wells came up behind him, hit that two RBI single to put the Bulldogs back on top. All right, here's the bracket right now. Uh, Florida Atlantic, a number 
three seed will square off against Rice. That one is slated to go at nine o'clock. Uh, the winner then expected to play will play uh, uh, Louisiana Tech, scheduled to go at four o'clock. On the other side of the bracket, Southern Miss uh, will square off against uh, UTSA at twelve thirty, and then uh, the loser of that game will have Charlotte, and that'll be the late game tonight if they're able to get it in. So, bottom line, hopefully uh, the Bulldogs would probably be playing sometime around 4 or 5 o'clock, weather permitting. Hopefully, yeah. Big news from the NBA last night. I told you we could bet Terry Waldrop's salary <laughs> on it. We what felt confident one point. Oh. The Rockets were favored by one, said take Terry's salary, put it all on Golden State. I hope nobody listened to me, and I hope Terry didn't, most of all. Yes. Uh, it was, yeah, so I'm stunned. I think a lot of us are stunned today by, by the Rockets. Um, a lot of different things to get into. First of all, if you would have told me that the Rockets would have shot 37%, only hit 13 of 43 from three, and still won this game, I'd have called you crazy. Yeah, Harden, five for 21 from the field, did not make one three-pointer, missed all 11 attempts. Uh, Chris Paul, 6 of 19, 4 for 9 from three-point range. Chris Paul was the secret ingredient. He's been spectacular in this series. Uh, he willed them to that victory in the second half, which now, you know, him be suffering that hamstring injury, if he can't go. Yeah. <laughs> so Golden State caught a break. Yeah. If he can't go, this series is over, right? I mean, he's been he his play has been so great that it's caused me to look at this MVP situation and go, was James Harden really the MVP mm. of the league? I mean, CP3, and I know CP3 missed a lot of a time because he was injured, but still, it just made you go, man, he is the guy who was propelling this team to to the victories here. Quinn says the Rockets may have won the battle but lost the war with the injury for yeah, CP3. That's exactly right. That's the way I feel, and and, and I. You know, this could change if CP3 is able to go and he's healthy enough to contribute. But anytime you get injured where it's, you know, no contact and, and it, it just did not look good at all. He didn't even attempt to go past half court. He just stayed in one spot. And then luckily there was a timeout and he had to. And how many times have we asked uh, Dr. Saul Graves and, of course, Jeff Counts about hamstring injuries and how hard they are to come back. This isn't just where you ice yeah. it down, put no. some heat on it, and oh, within 48 hours you're ready to go. Yeah, you're right. And that's what, I mean, that's just a gut punch to the Rockets. But overall, man. Look, Do they have enough? Could they figure out a way to win one of two to make it to the finals without so. him? CP3 has been special, man. And look at that, that basket he made. Um, the one that in the fourth quarter where he was driving – I forgot who was guarding him. I, I, it might have been Clay. He, he got past him. He was going to the hoop, and Draymond came over for help. And the way he hesitated and, and adjusted himself in midair to make that basket, and it was a clutch basket in a critical moment. When he made that, I was like, man, he's got it cooking right now. Mm -hmm. And nobody else does. Like, everybody else on the floor was just cold. And I'm talking about the Warriors, too. They went cold in that fourth quarter. So, it's like, all right, CP3's got it going on. This this bodes well for the Rockets. On the way home, I listened to uh, Steve Kerr's uh, post-game press conference. says, not concerned at this point. They're fine. Well, without CP3, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> you know? But I'm, I look at Golden State, and who are these Warriors? 
It's crazy. Who, who's Steph Curry to miss? Uh, Just, they're contested layups, but for him to miss those shots, uh, Kevin Durant is he afraid to, to shoot the rock in the in the fourth quarter, closing fourth quarter? And Draymond Green, of course, uh, doesn't look too coordinated out there. So, and, and not only that, man, but but I'm looking at the Warriors and I'm going, is is Andre Iguodala that important? Obviously, he is. I mean, he has to be, right? I mean, they just do not look the same without him. And I don't think a lot of people understood that going into this. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy series. Let's go back to the fact, and you pointed out, that uh, Golden State shot better than Houston from 44% from the field, and the Rockets a measly 37% in those uh, 13 three-point made field goals, but they missed 43 of them. Mm-hmm. And they still win by four. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. It, it is cra- like I said. I was just kind of dumbfounded watching the game, going, "Man, this this they they don't look like the same Warriors." So I, I think they're still going to win it because CP3 is out. If CP3 was healthy, I, I might would have to go with the Rock. How could you? Golden pick- State's going to win at home. Golden State's going to win at home. So then, Game Seven would be Monday. Yeah, uh, in Houston, and so can he get well enough by Monday? Keep him so. in Houston, just rehabbing in Houston. Yeah, you might as well just sur- surrender that game, <laughs> concede that game. And the second point: wouldn't this be the greatest thing that can happen to the NBA for this postseason? It really is. It needed something like this because we were complaining a couple of days ago before that game four, uh, not a classic, but that game four interesting game occurred uh, we were complaining about the the lack of competitiveness in these games now i do want to say this the santa fe tribute at the beginning was so well done um that that was really good stuff good job by the nba in houston uh, for putting that on and then the atmosphere after that was as you can imagine but i thought the warriors weathered the storm pretty well because the rockets were went 0 for 6 to start the game from three and that set the course for their poor shooting night Mm -hmm. But Clint Capella, who I was kind of, I didn't bash, but I read that statistic where with him on the floor, they were like minus 27, something like that. And then with, with uh, Eric Gordon on the floor and him off the floor, they were plus seven. Man, he was great, especially in that first half. So uh, Clint Capella, um, I guess, is answering some of his critics. Three big ball games to break down. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pancare. We look forward to uh, discussing those games and, of course, postseason college baseball and the NBA. Uh, also, how about uh, Lynn Rollins, a longtime uh, Cox play-by-play announcer? He will join us at 8.15. We'll talk about his uh, legendary career, 44 years of calling college athletics. Wow. I'm sure he'll have a nice take on LSU baseball and what uh, the Tigers can do now in the SEC tournament. Yeah, Quint's got the text of the day. I don't think that anything's going to beat this. He says, with Iggy, they are the Hampton Five. Without him, they are the Red Roof in four. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that's real good. Uh, what else are we doing? Uh, you, we created some kind of high school thing, right? Did you name it? Uh, it's not the Espies, that's for sure. The, the Mornings, is that what you <laughs> wanted to call it? A horrible year in uh, Northeast Louisiana awards. Oh, that's not man. that's not fair. That's the ones not gonna fair at awards. Come on. It was a bad year. Be, be more positive. How about okay. that?
How, try that on for a size. I think, uh, I don't know what we're going to call it, but we'll just call it our local ESPYs. High school version. High school version. We can do a college version later on. Yeah. It's going to be a long it's summer. It's summer, man. <laughs> Let's milk this thing. Do you realize uh, we are one week away from you expecting to have a baby, a stressful time, right? A rewarding time. One week away. Yes, one week. And I'm one week away from vacation of being stress-less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're taking different forks in the That's road right. within a week. That's right. We'll come back together and we'll see who's in better shape. <laughs> Uh, you can weigh in 888-993-7762. Also later in the show, we got some uh, news and notes from other uh, Saints. OTAs continue. Uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill uh, continues to get rave reviews. People are the obsessed quarterback with of the future of the Saints. Okay. All right. Yes. If you say so. Hit us up. 888-993-7762. We're back after you. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Day from Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Hurry to join us on the lot during our once a year red tag sale. All prices clearly marked for immediate delivery, with a portion of all sales being donated to local veteran associations. This is the one sale you just can't miss. This Memorial Day, head to Ruston so you can save big at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The all-new Yard Power of Monroe, Northeast Louisiana's only Cub Cadet dealer. Your Cub Cadet Superstore is holding a big open house this Saturday where you can save 15% on all Cub Cadet Pro Z mowers. That could mean up to $1,800 in savings. Big discounts on a great selection, even red tag special deals on closeout inventory. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Two outs, runners on. And Peterson drills this one deep to left field. This one off the wall and left. Coming in to score is Bane. Cabrera around third on his way in. A two-hour, two-run double. Are you kidding me? Peterson, <laughs> oh, hey now, hey now, 
call. Chris Blair's not bad. Chris Blair is good at his job. Joe Oliva's best hire? <laughs> Stop. Why is that a bad question? Joe Oliva's best hire. Yeah. Chris Blair. Better than Will Wade? <laughs> All right, Will Wade's giving him a run for let's, his money. Let's wait a minute here. Uh, if you missed it, uh, LSU wins in dramatic fashion, of course. The legend of Todd Peterson grows. He can do it on the mound. He can do it at the plate. Uh, so many different aspects of this to break down. Have you seen the video just of him in the dugout trying on the different helmets? Yeah, couldn't find one that fit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they ask him, hey, you need batting gloves? Nah, nah, no, no bat gloves. And then just randomly going into the, the bat rack and just pulling one out. And happened to be Cabrera's. Happened to be Cabrera's. And then it, not only that, but he goes up to the plate and he the way he is kicking that leg out, he is looking for a bomb. He's looking to drop a nuke, as he said. Um, and, of course, he got a hold of one and sent it to the wall. So literally the game plan is just – Go up there, don't swing, hopefully you'll take a walk. At first, yeah. but then they changed pitchers, yeah. which I found odd, too. When they changed pitchers, I was like, well, Peterson why? said, well, maybe they're giving him some respect. <laughs> well, <laughs> but when, whenever that happened, that encouraged another conversation between Maneri and Peterson. and Because Maneri said, he, he, well, are they afraid? Or it seemed like they're, you know, mm-hmm. game planning for this. And, and then Peterson's like, you know, I hit in high school. Yeah. Used to drop nukes. Uh, let's not give away the entire quotes. But, uh, yes, and that's the beauty of it. It'd be one thing if a pitcher comes in and basically gets a huge hit like this that drives in two runs. And then for a guy to come out and basically give a couple of the best quotes you'll hear the entire year. Yeah, they were they were all good. So they catch him on the field. Uh, this is courtesy of the SEC Network. And uh, he's asked some uh, tough questions. And old Peterson was ready just like he was at the plate. What was your mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. What did Paul Maneri tell you before you walked up there? Well, I mean, at first he said, you know, just go up there. Don't swing the bat. Don't do anything. And then it changed the pitch. And I was like, he's getting scared out there. He's like, yeah, did you ever hit an ice school? I go, I hit bombs. He's like, all right, I'll swing away. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, first of all, what is he? He's like 6'5". So you're telling me, well, and we'll get to it, that supposedly he did not actually hit in high school. He just hit batting practice. Not since eighth grade. Yeah, that's what the story is. The legend. But who knows what the story actually is because we've been, you know, Mm -hmm. thrown around a little bit here with some – been misled a bit, let's just say that. Uh, now comes probably the, the better part of the quotes. Uh, he's at the podium. He's up there with the other LSU Tigers and Palmineri, and it's time for Ty Peterson to fess up a little bit to his head coach. He was asked, uh, of course, uh, when was the last time you had an at-bat in baseball? When's the last time you've had an at-bat in a competitive baseball game? Uh, high school, I guess. <laughs> Coach, I'll be honest, I didn't hit in high school. My coach what? didn't let me. You know, I hit BP a couple of times. You know, I did hit nukes, I'll tell you that. But, uh, but yeah. You didn't even hit in the games in high school? No. Oh, he wouldn't let me. Lord. He didn't want to get hurt, you know, but I guess it paid off. All the so you practice. lied to me? Coach, I, I wanted to swing. I had to. <laughs> Thank you for lying to me, Todd. Well, 
Oh, well, Todd, I just want—I just want to ask you, what, what did you see up there? Because I mean, everybody in the press box when you swung and we saw the contact, we—we we actually when it came off your bat, I thought it was going to go out. I mean, just take us through it. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I hit it and I ran. I didn't even know it went that far. I saw it on the replay and hit off the fence. It's like, wow, it really went that far. You know, maybe if I hit the weight room and it went over. But uh, but yeah, I just you know, right there, you know, thank goodness for Daniel getting that run in right there, giving me that chance and um. Nothing to lose. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Got nothing to lose. So just go up there, swing as hard as I can, and make contact. Uh, Todd, uh, two questions. Uh, one, whose bat did you use? And uh, Daniel's, honestly. I think I used. It had number two on the bottom, so I'm guessing it was yours. Yeah, they did the job. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. But the the pitching the pitching outing though. I, I mean, it's you know, five innings that you threw. Uh, yeah, I think two a couple days ago. Um, you know, how were you feeling coming into this? Uh, and, and did you kind of have to convince uh, Paul to let you stay in for those those innings? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I thought I felt pretty good. Even yesterday, I felt really good. And um, I knew going in, it was going to be a battle with a close game like that. And both teams competed. I mean, everyone competed really hard. And it was a battle. It was a grind, you know, just going out there, giving it all I had, just leaving it all on the field and not regretting anything. So he's leading the country in hitting right now, too. Yeah, a um, thousand yeah. batting percentage. Uh, Richie says, Maneri has me rolling. Wait, you lied to me? Yeah, it's the best quote of the year so far. It's Coach really telling a player, so you lied to me? And then he says, thanks for lying to yeah. me. And the best thing, of course, is Mike being open, and you can just hear him giggling like a little schoolboy over there. Giggling throughout. <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's so funny to see him in that stage you know, being like that after he was so stressed and so upset for the majority of that ball game. That's incredible. Peterson, just the athlete that he is, never had a bat in high school. Yeah. As big as he is. Know. You know what I mean? Like, you, you would think you were going to give that big man a, a hack mm -hmm. or two. Yeah. But when you have that arm, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. That's the way it is. So we'll see whether or not uh, LSU can ride this momentum of this victory on now. You never know. You never know. But what do they got left now on that staff? That's who what goes I was today? trying to think. Uh, I don't know who they're throwing today. Yeah. Um, I, I'm assuming Levis still can't throw. That really puts them in a bind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And this is the beauty for Louisiana Tech, of course, is the number two seed. And, of course, they've been singing their praises and that pitching staff and what they've done for a majority of the year. Uh, they thought the fact, you know, basically, you know, they lost that first game, but the depth of this pitching staff could get them through this loser's bracket. Sure. Well, it'll be put to the test uh, later today. The beauty of it is, though, only one game for them. Well, either Florida Atlantic or Rice will have to play two games today. Yeah, that's right. So you're right. I mean, that's that's going to bode well for them. They can rely on that pitching depth, something we talked about all season long. So. This is kind of what we what we envisioned, you know, when they get in the tournament play, they should be a tough out in the tournament because of all of those arms. Uh, it's a lot of strange things have taken place down in Biloxi with all the weather delays. And then, of course, Lane Burrows getting tossed out of the game. Corey Barton, of course, uh, had a death in his family. His grandmother passed away. He took over a course, but then yesterday he had to go to the funeral. So for the completion of the Rice game, Travis Creel then was the acting head coach for that game. And then by the time they played last night, uh, Barton had returned, and, of course, Burr was, was back after getting ejected in that first game. Wacky. Yeah. Wacky, wacky. Yeah. Um, but at least they got as many games in as they did yesterday. 
you know, because that was a concern going into the day going, okay, how are they going to pull this off? And will they be able to get this whole tournament done by the time they make selections Monday? And if you're curious what's taking place down in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, obviously uh, ULM is not in it for the fourth year. Uh, Coastal Carolina, fourth straight year, Coastal Carolina and Troy have both cruised through so far without losing a game, the number one and number three seeds. Uh, Troy uh, takes care of Louisiana, uh, ULLL, uh, yesterday. I almost made a mistake. You see what they do here? when They, they just have put, it Louisiana on the bracket. Yeah, yeah. so then you, get, you, cut, you catch yourself. Uh, they take care of the Trojans. Take care of the Cajuns, ten to one yesterday. So the Cajuns now are going to have to fight their way through the losers bracket. Mm-hmm. You look at Troy, of course. Uh, they're the one team you're looking at as a possible, or even ULL. Who's going to get in as the the second or third team from the Sun Belt Conference? Yeah, Coastal Carolina should be good. If you're looking at the RPI, um, Louisiana is fifty five. Well, I just said yeah, it's written go. as Louisiana yeah. on here too. See, they they fool us, man. ULL. We need a fine jar here. We do. ULL is 55. Um, Tex at 59 still. Um, but who else were we looking for? Troy. Mm-hmm. Troy actually dropped a bit. Troy. And now I can't find them. But, yeah, Troy was. Oh, no. Troy's at 34. They they climbed. That's right. With that win against Louisiana. They, ULL. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> What is it? This is the first time this has happened. You started it. No, I can't stop. It's horrible, man. Yeah. Take us off the air. That's right. <laughs> uh, now we don't have to worry about LSU and their RPI, correct? Yeah, I mean they're forty-one, but you should think they're they're good with two SEC wins in the tournament. Mm. So yeah, I think you can stop breaking it down and crunching the numbers. I think they're in. Russell says uh, D one uh, baseball has Tech and uh, ULLL first five out. Mm. Continue to hit us up at 888-993-7762. We're going to do some uh, honors from the high school ranks coming up next. Uh, we can get into that, but we need to discuss a few more things okay. as far as headlines. Because right. we got to talk about Georgia Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. We've got to talk about our beloved Astros. And I want to get into a little bit of incognito if we can. He, right. He's staying in the news for all the wrong reasons. Tim says Bruno should be listening this morning. Reference to, uh, of course, ULM President Nick Bruno yeah. and the whole ULL conversation. There you go. Morning Drive is back after this on Sports Talk 97.7. Happy Memorial Day from Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Hurry to join us on the lot during our once-a-year red tag sale. All prices clearly marked for immediate delivery with a portion of all sales being donated to local veteran associations. This is the one sale you just can't miss. This Memorial Day, head to Ruston so you can save big at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, 
Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Brad Parker and his wife Leah opened the Iron Cactus in Calhoun, Louisiana on July 12, 2010 and has made Iron Cactus into a one-of-a-kind restaurant and, in my opinion, the best Tex-Mex in the area. They now have a second location at 428 Desired Street in Monroe. Iron Cactus offers a family-friendly environment that's open for lunch and dinner and also has an array of platters for your catered events. Every time you visit Iron Cactus, you'll find a dedicated and grateful staff with a commitment to deliver the best Tex-Mex, along with the fresh ideas that will make you want to come back again and again. They pride themselves in using fresh food to meet your expectations of a delicious dining experience, and they look forward to serving you in a simple cantina setting. What's better than the Iron Cactus fajitas? Eating them with a margarita, obviously. They are so excited to announce they are now serving your favorite margaritas, wine, and ice-cold beer in downtown Monroe. 428 Nazir Street, Monroe, and 1304 Highway 80 East in Calhoun. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, Jake, you got some odds and ends. What you got? Yeah, we had a text earlier from Panther fans saying, was that bizarre play by the Ole Miss pitcher discussed yet? No, we need to discuss it. So, Tell me what happened. In the eighth inning, Ole Miss is up 3-1. to one. Georgia has runners on third and second. And there's just a little dribbler back to the pitcher. And he decides to just throw it to home. Throw it to the catcher, make sure nobody nobody scores. He airmails it. He throws it over the catcher's head. And two runs score to tie it 3-3. Three to three. It was one of, like, you have to see it to believe it. Kind of like West Washington. Yeah. Kind of like that. Kind of one of those plays where it's just like a freak play where you're watching it and you're going, what did I just see? Because it's like the most routine of routine play. And this is – I think this is worse than the West Washita. I, I, not in those <laughs> circumstances. Not, in not those... when you're literally, what, one or two strikes away from going to the state finals. Okay. And you have the lead and three runs I'm not talking on, about on that. a wild pitch. I'm talking about ball. I think this was a more fundamental play. Oh, okay. You know, that was a pass ball. This was just a simple – throw a pass ball then with uh, two errors yeah I, I get it but this was this should have been easier is what i'm trying to say mm. just a simple throw back to the catcher yeah. and somehow he loses his grip or or something happens and it you know everybody's saying oh mrs curse they ended up winning the game but yeah that was crazy you need to look that up when you get a chance Astros update for today. This is your home of the Houston Astros. Comprehensive your home. Coverage. That's your right. Comprehensive coverage. You get your 15-second update. If that. All right, Astros. I have to stretch this out. They won 8-2 to two yesterday. Nice. Bregman hit a three-run bomb to put them up. They were down 2-0. Bregman hits that bomb. They carry on to win. Eight to two. Did I get my 15 seconds in? That's like that copy where you don't have enough information. Sometimes these max prep reports on a game, and they tell you the score, tell you where it was at, right. and then who the next opponent will be. Uh-huh. You just got to change up your tone. and, and the... You got to throw in the record, too. Yeah. Well, I didn't have that either. So you at least had more with your max preps. That's right. Uh, the last one, we talked about Richie Incognito yesterday. Oh, boy. This story gets even worse. So, yesterday, 
we talked about mental him. health is no joking matter. It's no joking matter. Uh, we talked about him being detained for throwing a dumbbell at another person at a Florida gym. Jake didn't uh, wipe off his bench press after he was done. Yes. So now, uh, per CBS Sports, um, Incognito told police when they arrived that he believed he was an NSA agent. He said, there's a guy walking around with headphones on. I'm running NSA class level three documents through my phone. I can't have anybody in Bluetooth capability of me or taking pictures of me. Wow. He then told the police that he couldn't disclose information about his phone because they didn't have high enough clearance. Now, this is not a joke. We shouldn't be laughing about this. But, man, this is a crazy story. And for a guy with the reputation of incognito, it does not look good. Mm. It's not a good, uh, not a good light for the NFL, who's still trying to battle all the concussion issues and head injuries and whatnot. Mm. So yeah. So they, he said the the police didn't have the clearance. They didn't have high enough clearance. Oh. No, they were not. Um, did they buy classified? That? <laughs> did they buy that? Um, no, they did not. So that's just a few of my odds and ends. Those are certainly odds and ends. 888-993-7762. Uh, let's take a timeout. Coming up next, we're going to dive into the high school ranks. Uh, it's not the ESPYs. Uh, Russell says, was it Russell or Quint says we should name it uh, the Lespies? That was Quint. <laughs> Wasn't exactly a banner year in Northeast Louisiana, but we certainly had some great teams and some outstanding performances. We'll hand out some honors. What do you get for these honors, Jake? Do they get a trophy? they get a T-shirt? They get a pizza or just a shout-out on the radio? Keep going. Maybe we'll get a shout-out on the radio. radio. Yeah. I think we can settle for that. The high budget. We can afford that. uh, The morning drive continues after this. You've waited long enough. It's time to save on a bad boy mower during the Memorial Day blowout at Yard Power of Monroe. Yard Power has the full lineup of bad boys, and for a limited time, they're all on sale. Save $200 on all MZ and ZT Elite mowers. Bad Boy Mavericks are $300 off, and you'll save $500 on Outlaw and Outlaw XP. The Bad Boy Memorial Day blowout at Yard Power in Monroe. Highway 165, just a mile north of Century Lane. If you are a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Happy Memorial Day from Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Hurry to join us on the lot during our once-a-year red tag sale. All prices clearly marked for immediate delivery with a portion of all sales being donated to local veteran associations. This is the one sale you just can't miss. This Memorial Day, head to Ruston so you can save big at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Even if you're a big-time basketball fan, there might be a few facts about the game you don't know. Like, did you know the first hoops were actually peach baskets? Or that a warm basketball is bouncier than a cold one? Or that players can run as much as four miles during a game? Well, here's another fact that you might not know. It's actually really helpful when you buy a car. True car also helps you get used cars. That's right. True car isn't just for buying new cars. Don't get me wrong. They're great for that. 
With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid. So you know if you're getting a good deal before you even buy the car. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. So when you're ready to buy a new or a used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, sometimes we get caught up in the moment. Todd Walker calling it on Twitter in reference to Todd Peterson's interview with uh, the SEC Network after the game you heard uh, just minutes ago. Todd Walker says the greatest interview in the history of baseball. Others point out, of course, there was no cold cooling off period for Peterson. There was not. He no. literally walks off the mound, a little celebration, then, of course, a mic in his face, and he delivered. Also, the whole Georgia Ole Miss thing I just discussed, didn't realize there were two outs as well. Brent just texted and said there were two outs. All they had to do was go to first, and they're out of the inning. Yeah. And it almost looks like if you wanted to, if you were given the, the honorary first pitch, ceremonial first pitch, and you wanted to, kind of have fun and he wanted to throw it as high and as hard as he could to the backstop. That's kind of what it would look like. <laughs> yes. I mean, he airmailed that bad. It was so bad. It wasn't even close. That's that's one of the worst plays in the SEC tournament history. So the best interview of all time in baseball, <laughs> yeah. college baseball. Let's just go ahead and call them both. Yeah. Best interview of all time, worst play worst of play. all time. There you go. All in one night. That's one it. Day. There you go. All right. So you ready to get this uh, award show started? Yes. What? It, the Lespies are we really, okay. <laughs> that isn't fair though to these individuals that had great seasons and great years. Yeah, listen, we're going to be positive here, and we don't have Danica Patrick either, uh, MC in this thing. No, we've got uh, Aaron's pretty mug <laughs> instead. <laughs> All right, where do you want to start, Jake? We got some music too, table. We need something to liven this thing up. All right, so let's start with best moment. All right, best moment from this high school season encompassing all sports the nominees are <laughs> here's the thing i don't have nominees i just have winners oh, you only have one. Okay. <laughs> but you did have some on the list correct i had one did you have multiple when, when i thought of this i, I write my brain i was like you know uh, thinking about what stood out the most to me and listen now the orchestra comes in and you're oh, gonna sound better I think when you look at uh, Coach Lori getting to Lori came a lot from Neville. She's been there uh, a long time. Yes, very long time. And for her to get to that state tournament, you know, to see the way her, the fans and her kids and her coaches celebrated her in that moment, yeah. really special. Uh, ultimately, they didn't win the state championship, but. Uh, to get there and then you know they got a win at the state tournament they play for a state championship just came up short i think that moment at home where they clinched uh, the berth they came close five times you know they came so close and just and uh she would break it down it was like two points three points yeah. here you know it, it was just so close and just weren't, weren't able to get there and then to finally break through and have that moment and to see all of her hard work pay off with that I think that has to be the best moment. 
We talked about Peterson owning the moment. She certainly did, and her players and her coaches. Just uh, that footage and those uh, snapshots of the bear hugs on the sidelines. Uh, really, truly emotional. I agree with you. That is the best moment from Northeast Louisiana's LHSA. Best story. Uh, Richwood's run to the dome was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that your is that your number one? Uh, yes. Our only team, of course, that played for a state championship. Here's my story. Caldwell's eight no start. No disrespect to the Spartans, but uh, Caldwell's schedule for those first eight games. I get it. I get it. But how often do we talk positively about that area, right, when it comes to football? And then, you know, the type of numbers that Eric London put up, that was that was fun. Yeah. You know, it was fun to sit there video and look at those numbers. video game numbers uh, to see the way they were able to, you know, overcome the off-the-field problems that they had. And it was a lot going on in that community to see them all kind of rally around that football team during that run. That's why I think that was the best story uh, of the season. I know it didn't end well. I know, you know, they, they lost the last two games of the regular season and then, of course, they came up short in the playoffs. But to follow that story after everything that went on in Caldwell Parish, I thought that was a great story. You know what I mean? I, you, you factor in all the off-the-field stuff and then what this team did, who no nobody expected this out of this team. Nobody expected an 8-0 no start. You can pick apart the schedule if you want. But still, to go 8-0, considering the circumstances, that was a really good story. Uh, Richie points out they were, what, three plays away from being 10-0. Yeah, true. So he agrees with you. Yeah. But you look at Richwood, and, of course, uh, everybody says, well, this is going to be the year that we do it. This is the year. This is the, the team that, of course, uh, we've been building up to. But how many times do they, does that actually happen where they actually you know, live up to their potential? We saw that with this Richwood team with just an incredible defense, and for them to get – back to the dome ultimately falling a little short yeah and and we had our doubts at first because the offense still was stagnant at the very beginning until they made some personnel changes and then when, once they got into the district season they started to take off and you know we know how that story played out but yeah awesome story there uh you know to see coach rv uh like you said to see a plan come together you know, for, for years they've been talking about this group, mm -hmm. to see this senior group actually come through and, and, and meet those expectations. It's really cool to see. All right. This does sound like an Oscar kind of Emmy type. Oh, movie. yeah, Oscars. Yes. All right. Uh, let's go with the uh, best game next before we get to best team. A number of uh, options here. Uh, how about Washita and Natchitoches Central Boys? It was a matchup on the hardwood yeah. of number one versus number two. It certainly lived up to that hype. Uh, West Monroe versus Zachary. Of course, uh, the Rebels trying to stage a That's mine. great comeback and then ultimately falling a little short. And Neville Bastrop was, was pretty entertaining this year, if you like a defensive struggle, a scoreless game deep into the fourth quarter. And then Sterlington Richwood on the football field. Both. Pick, which one do you like better? <laughs> yeah. If you're a Panther fan, you like the first one better. If you're the Ram fan, you certainly like the outcome in the postseason. Both of those games were special. And those crowds and that atmosphere in both of those matchups, spectacular. Uh, West Washtenaw Sterlington baseball, uh, the way West Washtenaw rallied. Um, you could go Washtenaw Hanville in the state championship game, the way Washtenaw rallied down. You know, they were down 7 nothing, came back to win 10 to 9. Yeah, we had a lot of great games. How about Washtenaw West Monroe? Football, yeah, yeah. You, I remember that was on a Thursday. Yeah, 14 13 squeaker. 
And, of course, Washita came so close once again of ending that streak against the Rebels. I remember we were dreading coming in that Friday, because what, man, it's going to be a super late night, and we both came in fired up. And I just remember we were just so amped up after that great game. How about Rustin Washita football? That was another mm-hmm. great game. Football. St. Frederick Cedar Creek was pretty good this year. Too. Yeah. The football season, you know, past couple of years, we hadn't had a whole lot of classics as far as games because usually our teams are just a lot better than the other teams. But this year, because it kind of e- equaled out a little bit, you saw a lot of good games. Mm. Like We were spoiled with a lot of really good football games. Mm. So you're going with uh, West Monroe Zachary. I go West Monroe Zachary. So what was at stake in oh, uh, the game going back and forth? Well, they were down 20 to seven during the fourth quarter, and it played out like a movie. Uh, Garrett Common comes in, doesn't look like a youngin. <laughs> he goes out there. And, a and, movie that had a horrible ending. Well, well, you know, just because the the people you root for the don't win t- yeah. at the end, the hero doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, the hero doesn't always win, right? That doesn't mean it's a bad story. Um, but, yeah, the, the fourth quarter, he comes in, and he hit all four of his uh, first attempts. And went that went 79 yards for them to, to score a touchdown. And then, they like you said, they kind of traded back and forth. They were down uh, by eight with a minute 37 to go. Uh, West Monroe was. Max Hunter returns that ensuing kickoff. Uh, and then Common went to work. He hit Bolden and then connected with Cam Wright on back-to-back passes. With 32 seconds left. He found Ethan Swanner in the end zone for the score, and then it was a two-point conversion that separated West Monroe from overtime and a loss. They did not um, – they were unsuccessful. I went back and watched that play now numerous times again last night, and I mean, they were literally fingertip away yeah. from winning that ball game. And it's – I think it's the right call. You know, you, you like to go to your, your playmaker, your best player. They did, uh, but Zachary was ready for it. Uh, I agree with you. That was certainly the game of the year. But uh, Washita and is Central on the hardwood, just the fact you have number one versus number two in the state. And then that game, how it developed <laughs> and the fireworks that took place in the fourth quarter. How often do you have two head coaches basically going chest to chest? Oh, man, it was so good. Yeah, yeah that, that was great um, as well. That definitely deserves some recognition. But I've got, you know, I'm honoring that game in a different way, oh. in a different category. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that was so compelling. Like you said, the stuff between the coaches, the stuff with Willie LaPoole not playing the first half, playing mm-hmm. in the second half. Had the wrong sneakers on. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and that's why you got to always listen to your coaches. All right, where do you want to go next? Next category. Next category. For the Lespies. For the Lespies. Stop. How about best upset? All right. Uh, I think you could almost go uh, West Monroe Zachary, considering the Rebels were 13 and 0 at home. Most thought that they would advance on, but I don't think you can beat what took place with uh, Vidalia versus Faraday. I mean, Faraday was just cruising along with just an incredible team, and I believe the Vidalia former student over here said that they were. 24, he actually said a line. 24, 27 Probably. point underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just talked about Richwood, how they, they viewed this season as the season. For Faraday, it's always been about this last season. Yeah. They have been building toward this. You know, Derek, it's not very often you have two kids at a 2A school that are both going to LSU that are talented like Dara Rosenthal and Dan Scott. Mm-hmm. So this has been the year for them. And to lose to Vidalia, it was just so crazy. I remember that whole community was buzzing. The state was buzzing, really, because mm-hmm. Faraday was looked at as one of the favorites to win the 2A championship. 
And uh, Tommy actually says, D. Fairclough's uh, successful return to the sideline has to get something. Mm-hmm. So this, you know. Comeback th- player. That makes it even even better. You know, him coming back to the sideline to beat Faraday is just like, man, the old man still has some magic. Yeah. So that's the biggest upset. Rustin, it Rustin Neville, of Rustin course, Neville, gets honorable mention. Yeah. You know, on paper, if you're just looking at the athletes, it's not really an upset because Rustin – we all knew how good Rustin was going to be this year. Mm-hmm. That said, it, you still got to beat that tradition, and that's tough to do. And it's been a very long time since we've seen that. So I think that deserves, uh, you know, to at least be discussed. Uh, best comeback. I think we could throw deep Faircloth in this category, but ultimately uh, you go with someone else, and a girl that certainly deserves it. Yeah, best comeback athlete, I went with Brittany Findle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tore her ACL in the fall. This is the Washtenaw Parish um, softball player. She tore her ACL in the fall and then returned, you know, down the stretch of the season and then became a very big part of that offense and actually had the – she's the girl that had the two home runs in the same inning, which we discussed a lot. And by the way, since that happened, we thought that was so rare. Since that happened, it seems like more and more I see stories of that happening. Like, I don't know why, but, like, now I'm just kind of, like, looking for that. And I, I've heard it a couple of times since then that, oh, yeah, he one time hit two home runs. Same anyway, thought that was rare. Uh, thought, you know, that was a, an extra bat. And, of course, they needed that extra bat in that 10-9 to 9 game against Hansville. Uh So, yeah, she gets my, my nod for comeback athlete. Uh, best team, I think we've had this discussion a week or two ago. Yeah. A heated discussion between uh, the perfect season that the Roy Rabel boys basketball team had and, of course, the Washita softball, them being uh, still, I think, by Max Preps, rate number one in the country. Other nominees, you could probably put in Simsboro's boys basketball, Waspin basketball, the run that they had during the district and, of course, getting to the state tournament again. Stroington baseball, ultimately they do not win a championship, but what a great run by them over the last uh, two seasons. But ultimately, Jake, it comes down to it's either Rabel boys basketball or girls softball from Washita. I said it's hard to beat a perfect season for the Hornets. You go the other way. Yeah, we won't rehash this whole argument, but I went with Washita softball because there is no doubt who the best softball team is in the state. It's Washita. They have the resume to prove that. Mm-hmm. Rabel, yeah, it's a great resume, but can you un- – For a two-way school? Absolutely, but it's not undisputed. Mm-hmm. I think Washita's undisputed. Mm-hmm. Tim Whitman likes you better anyway. That's right. So there you made a stronger case with him. That's, that's all I'm trying to do. Uh, other categories, what you got? Um, best performance. Best performance, I went with Willie the Pool. We, we just kind of discussed that Washita and Nacka Central game, but for him to miss the first half – Come back in the second half. You're playing the number one team in 5A, and he scored 19 points and led that rally to which Washtaw ended up winning that game. That was incredible. And I get goosebumps thinking about that that gym, you know, seeing him go baseline and dunk it and just seeing those kids erupt with less than a minute to go in the fourth quarter. That That's my best uh, performance. Literally best performance. You could pick any, literally any week during Caldwell's season on the football field and Eric London and just pull up his numbers and say, that was a pretty special night for Mr. London. I mean, he was literally averaging, what was it, 12 yards per carry, per rush. Mm-hmm. I think he ended up with uh, 40 touchdowns on the year. Yeah. A lot of his stats, he'd look at it, and he had five or six touchdowns literally in the first half of the first three quarters. Right. It's, it was insane, man. Uh, his – Average yard per carry. I don't know what it ended up, but it was so absurd. Um, best 
male athlete, Aaron. I'm going to go with Malik Wilson. Yeah. It, do you agree? Uh, you you could also else? like we just mentioned, uh, Eric Lenny could throw him in there. Uh, Slade, Bolden, uh, Trip Marcus. I think he certainly deserves some recognition. Cedar Creek's javelin thrower. What he did, of course, having one of the best throws in the country throughout the year. Uh, let's give him a little props. Yeah. Of course, heading to LSU. I go with Rables Wilson because, you know, to stand out on a team like that, you got to be special. I mean, that team is loaded with talent. I'm not just talking about the starting five. I'm talking about the bench as well. So for him to really stand out and for him to be as unselfish as he is, he gets his teammates involved when he needs to take over. He has the athletic ability to take over. He can shoot it as well. Yeah, he's my male athlete of the year. And the beauty of it is we get to watch him for another year. I know. Love it. Uh, and lastly, I think this is our last one, best female athlete. Appreciate Collins, of course, just went down to Jonesboro a few weeks ago and did a story on her. What a year for her. She basically did not lose a meet or an event the entire season. She ends up with four individual titles at the state track meet. Mm. I agree with that. You know, I, I think that's the way to go. Uh, you can also um, nominate Abby Allen for the year she had at Washita. But uh, yeah, let's let's give Track some love here. <laughs> we got a text here. Tommy sends us the best male athlete, and it's a shot of Charles. Oh wait, no, that's not Charles Barkley. That's Aaron Dietrich <laughs> on the golf course. I don't think that looks like a fairway I'm on either, does it? No, it does not. <laughs> Hitting and hey, did you hear Charles Barkley's advice? Uh, to Aaron Rodgers? Oh, man, how yeah. good was that? So Aaron Rodgers was talking about playing in a, a pro-am and uh, just the pressure that you feel with all the spectators around. And what was Barkley's uh, response to him or his advice that he offered up? I don't remember word for word. Uh, after you hit the first person, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it takes the pressure off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that interview, by the way, was cringeworthy. A little bit. They, they were all talking over each other. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny, just hearing him go back and forth and Aaron Rodgers making fun of his swing. I never get tired of hearing people make fun of Chuck's swing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're also nominated for Best Female Athlete, so congratulations, <laughs> yes, Aaron. Yes. I'm Bruce Jenner, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 7 o'clock hour is in the books. You can weigh in at 888-993-7762. Got another text here from Bob. Says Jake loves Lane Kiffin, LSU football, Ed Orgeron, and Washita softball. That's right. In no particular order. Yes. We're back after this. Coming up at eight fifteen, we look forward to catching up with uh, Lynn Rollins. We'll talk about his career and, of course, LSU baseball. What it will take now? Do they have a chance to make a run at this thing now in the SEC tournament? No. <laughs> it was a great. How's night. that for a tease? It was a great night. But, yeah. Uh, Celebrate the night. Let's let's, let's celebrate uh, Todd Peterson for a couple more hours. Yeah, basically. And then get back to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Get ready for a regional on the road. That's right. Morning Drive on Sports Talk 97.7 returns after this. Thanks for listening to the best of the Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.